Michael Jackson Heal the World and um, celebrating in the environment and making sure we love our environment for the love of the environment. Monday 5th June is World Environment Day, uh, a day commemorated by the United Nations encouraging worldwide awareness, action to protect our environment. And I'm joined by our guest, Catherine Constantinidis, and environmental and climate activist. Good to have you on Jet Set Breakfast. Okay. Catherine? Yes. Hi, hi. Good morning and a warm welcome to SAFM. It's wonderful to chat to you. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to talk to you today. Fantastic chatting to you too. So you've just returned from France where you visited the Maison Moet and is it Chandon? to learn about Moe and Shandong's Natura Nostra sustainability program attended the Change Now Summit in Paris. This is quite interesting. I don't know whether I've pronounced, you know, the French situation pro- properly because we always <laughs> think we pronounce them properly and then the French will tell you, no, it's not that way. <laughs> I had to learn to say it properly as well. But it's Moet and Shandong. Ah, Mo- oh, so it is Moet after all. Yes. Uh, in in tons of parts uh, in in France, people don't even pronounce the O, um, and it's just Moise and Chandon. But um, I'm still trying to get my tongue around it. It's quite a it's quite a specific way of saying it, but an iconic brand. And I think anyone who knows a version of how to say the name and uh, just knows the brand knows this iconic brand. And that's that's very interesting. So let's talk about you know um, what you learned from there. You know, I think for me, firstly, I must tell you, it was a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I was blown away by the extent of sustainability and biodiversity at work. So SNA, where Moet and Chandon is based um, in Champagne Valley, and some people may not know that Champagne Valley is not Champagne Valley just because they make, you know, because we, we, we went to where they make the champagne. The entire valley is called Champagne. Because on my return, a lot of people said to me, well, why do you keep calling it champagne? But in fact, the area is called champagne. What I learned and the greatest lesson I bring back with me, and I hope it's one that can really seep into every industry and every kind of um, corporate identity. And that is that here is a global brand that has found a way to not only live the, the values of sustainability, of biodiversity, but they've infiltrated it into every layer of their business, from the workers on the vineyards who I got to engage with right through to the CEO of the company. And it's absolutely incredible to see the passion, the dedication, and the commitment to these values. Mm. And and what are some of the sustainability initiatives each uh, Maison is championing? Well, specifically to the one that I went, which is Moet and Chandon, and Natura Nostra is the program that they are working on. And Natura Nostra is the program that has its specific to this Maison. And one of the most important things that I'd like to share and uh, tell you that I saw and was involved with is the Natura Nostra program. Now, this is their sustainability pillar and their sustainability program. And their, their goal is that they want to have planted 100 kilometers of ecological corridor. And this 100 kilometers of ecological corridor, they've already reached 30 kilometers of it, and they've already done that. But by 2027, 100 kilometers. And this is a collaborative and collective approach that they have within the valley. It's not just their maison, but they have really tried to also share their learnings, their practices with
doing what they can to make sure that they harness and protect the valley for generations to come and to ensure that they're protected against the impacts of climate change that are truly real, but also to really look at biodiversity, how they've been able to bring back wildflowers and bumblebees and the bees. And, uh, you know, I, I walked through the vineyards and I was really blown away by how beautiful it actually is. You know, you don't, you don't always stop and on a farm listen to, you know, even if it's in a vineyard, you don't stop and listen. Can you hear the insects? Can you hear the bumblebees? And actually you can. And that's because they deliberately try to make sure that they use practices that have as little human interference. And they've tried to bring back as much of the natural heritage that they can. And it's really, really, you can see it in action. You can see the fruits of this work, um, excuse the pun. And I think it's important that we understand that, you know, there's so many things that need to be taken in con into consideration. We don't think about soil. In fact, nobody ever talks about soil. Mm. However, Moët and Chandon speak about soil extensively and regenerative agriculture, which is really important because, you know, we, they allow their soil to rest. They've got beehives in their vineyards. They've created links to connect and restore harmonious relationships between the vine and ecology. And this is the power of the Natura Nostra program. This is quite fascinating. But do you think that this is uh, adoptable? Can we adopt it in, in South Africa? Can we, can we do the same thing? Do you think it'll work? I have no doubt that we can take the best practice and the learnings from what is being done through the Natura Nostra program, and we can certainly adapt it to a South African climate. There is no doubt that our vineyards and the Western Cape is certainly being impacted by climate change. And I don't know that enough attention is being put into sustainability and biodiversity. And I think that there are some fantastic biodiversity programs across the country, not just in our vineyards as such, but across the country, there are organizations and programs that champion these kinds of things on an ongoing basis, but we need more deliberate focus and attention. And, you know, when days like World Environment Day, which we celebrate tomorrow, when days like this kind of come up on the calendar, they're an opportunity for us to kind of reassess where we're at, where where we are, what can be done, and how we can do that. And taking the best practice and taking the learnings from programs such as Natura Nostra and what Moet and Chandan have done, not just for the last few decades, but for, for almost hundreds of years. If we look at the almost 300-year history and their relationship with the soil, with the ecological environment that they are surrounded by, there are so many learnings that we can certainly bring into our own space and make our own in order to better safeguard and protect our own environment. Mm. So you, you are the co-founder of Generation Earth, a youth-led environmental organization. And I mean, you, you were the youngest of a group of 20 emerging Africans named as the Archbishop Tutu Leadership Fellow. I, I, what, what do you, I would like to find out after the visit, you've come back, are there any programs that you're going to be putting in place um, to, to, sort of like, to sort of like kick off this project? Well, you know, my, my learnings and um, what my, my extensive learnings, not only at the Vineyards, but also as part of the Change Now program, where Moet and Sondan were a sponsor and a partner on that program. It was also a phenomenal program to be involved with. And coming back, I've literally just arrived back in South Africa just a few days ago. We have many projects that 
we do under Generation Earth, under the Miss Earth South Africa program, and we will continue to do those programs, but to share these learnings. So in fact, on Tuesday, I'm going to be having a lunch and learn with the um, Moet and Shondon uh, Southern Africa and Middle East um, teams, and that will be an online uh, lunch session where I'm going to have the opportunity to share with them what I saw, what I learned, what it was like being on the ground um, as part of going back to the home of such an iconic brand and to actually share with them the impact of this brand. But also, I think through the work that I do on an ongoing basis within the facility and environmental space, there is definitely space and opportunity and a responsibility to share those learnings within the different spaces, with the communities I work, with the corporates where I walk in and or if you know I do consulting work, to share these learnings is extremely important. And I think that there is so much to learn. And South Africa somehow, unfortunately, is still very far behind when we look at the bigger picture of sustainability and waste management, et cetera, et cetera. And so I think there's a lot of learnings that we must continue to share and we must continue to evolve and make sure that we are better positioned in order to tackle all of the global crises that we face. Mm. Just out of interest, do you work with schools by any chance? We do work with schools, yes. Under the Miss Earth South Africa program, we do work with schools also through Generation Earth. And in fact, tomorrow we'll be celebrating World Environment Day at Matewane Combined School in Orange Farm. It's one of the schools that we've worked with for almost 15 years. And uh, we're going to be planting trees with um, Southern Sun and some of our partners, and we're excited to do that. And we'll be working with groups of children on throughout the week because they're two really big environmental days, being World Environment Day and World Oceans Day on Thursday. And schools for us are extremely important. Children must uh, grow up and, you know, through Generation Earth to inspire young people to think about the world differently, to think about how we can have enough for all forever by using our resources differently is really important. We're not asking for everyone to become an environmentalist or, uh, you know, a climate activist, we're asking people to go into their fields of choice, understanding the world differently and understanding how each and every single individual can and must make a difference. Mm, changing the mindset is so, so important. And before I let you go, if uh, we have a listener that would like to be to engage with you, uh, where can they find you? You can find me on social media, Change Agent SA, and that's on Instagram and Twitter. You're welcome to connect, Change Agent SA, or if you search my name on Facebook, you'll find um, my Facebook page there, or you can also go to the Miss Earth South Africa page, but you can find me on Change, Change Agent SA. Uh, thank you so much, Catherine, for joining, at, joining us on SAFM on Jet Set Breakfast. Have yourself a great Sunday. Have a great one. Thank you so much. Okay, bye for now. That's uh, Catherine uh, Constantinidis, environmental and climate activist. Well, in 2016, she was chosen as one of Mandela Washington Fellows as part of the Young African Leaders Initiative, received the South African Young Woman Entrepreneur Award for Women Empowerment in 2012, and the Mail and Guardian listed Constantinidis as one of its 200 young South Africans um, in 2014. An amazing amazing activist uh, that we've been chatting to 23 minutes after nine i know the show is almost coming to an end but we still have uh, a lot more to talk about and celebrating the environment for the love of environment 
uh, green spaces are good for people, but uh, in South Africa, many cannot access them. This is a finding from research at Rhodes University in the Department of Botany and Anthropology. And I'll be, jo I'll be joined by my three guests in a few minutes. Uh, Suzanne Vetter, uh, Associate Pro uh, Professor, Department of Botany at Rhodes University. Uh, Valerie Muller, Professor of Sociology, Rhodes University, and Michelle Cox, Associate Professor of Environmental Anthropology as well. And they've been conducting a research and we get to find out what it is all about. 24 after 9, a bit of Louis Armstrong, A Wonderful World, and we'll be back.